The 1920s were a prosperous time for many Americans. Known as the Roaring Twenties, the economy was booming, World War I had ended, the Civil War and Reconstruction were now stories of past generations, and World War II wasn't even a thought, nor was the Great Depression that would be in the coming decade. Furthermore, Babe Ruth was hitting baseballs out of the park every other night, and progress in technology was seen from coast to coast. Often told in the poetry that was a Grantland Rice story, college football was beginning to boom with programs like Notre Dame and Army coming to the forefront as national brands. And in the South, Alabama and Georgia Tech would be among the few who would rise to prominence in the decade and challenge those northern and western powers. The latter of those schools would also be involved in something very significant. Bringing college lacrosse to the Peach State and thus the Deep South. Welcome to Chained Cages, a podcast series from Lacrosse Bucket exploring some of the varsity lacrosse programs that are no longer with us. I am Tanner Dimwin, and I hope that y'all have enjoyed the series thus far as we look at some of the college lacrosse programs that have graced the landscape at the varsity level in the past, but do so no more. In this third episode, we head to the heart of the Deep South and take a look at Georgia Tech, which was one of the first Southern programs to come about in the sport in the late 1920s through the early 1930s. Lacrosse first arrived below the Mason-Dixon line in the late 1800s and would become an integral part of universities such as Johns Hopkins. Louisville, Kentucky had an amateur team in the 1880s. The Louisville Lacrosse Club, which won the U.S. Amateur Lacrosse Association title in 1882. Outside of those few years in Louisville, however, the game didn't really reach the South much at all until the 1900s when you start to see programs pop up at places like the University of Virginia. Later on, Virginia would join Washington and Lee, Duke, and North Carolina to make up what was known as the Dixie Lacrosse League that operated from 1938 through 1942. Further south, however, lacrosse saw a shorter spurt in the early 20th century, and it happened in the great state of Georgia and in the heart of the Peach State's largest city, Atlanta, at Georgia Tech. Now, 
you can't tell the story of Georgia Tech lacrosse without mentioning Dr. John Bascom Crenshaw. A Johns Hopkins alum, he had played on some of those first teams for the Blue Jays and had moved to Atlanta. He was a member of the Georgia Tech Athletic Board and helped spearhead the beginnings of the lacrosse program at Georgia Tech, thus being instrumental in bringing the game of lacrosse at the college level to Atlanta and the Peach State as a whole for the very first time. The Yellow Jackets' first season was in 1924, and they only just played two games They against the same team a club team of military personnel from Fort Benning, Georgia. They played essentially the same schedule during the 1925 and 1926 season with the addition of four games against the very first Georgia team, which we'll mention in a second, in 1926. So the early years of Georgia Tech lacrosse, not much established, and not much competition to play. You have this military personnel team at Fort Benning, and then you have the very first team at the University of Georgia in Athens that gets going in 1926. And though that's your competition for Georgia Tech, according to records that we have in those early years. During those two seasons in 1925 and 1926, the Yellow Jackets went 4-4. Four four. They lost both games against Fort Benning in 1925, but went 1-1 one one against them in 1926. Georgia Tech also went 3-1 against Georgia during that 1926 season as well. They won and lost one game in Athens and won both contests at their home place in Atlanta. Now, where this story takes a turn from Georgia Tech being a team, a program, beginning to get its bearings, to a team that has some semblance of structure and development is in 1927. And in 1927... Coach Lori Cox brings his Syracuse Orangemen down to the Peach State. They open the season with a pair of games, first against Georgia and Athens, and then against Georgia Tech and Atlanta. Syracuse wins both of those games 11-2. For Tech, the rest of the season is that same rotation of Fort Benning and UGA. They go 4-3 in that stretch, playing Fort Benning four times and Georgia three times. In the ensuing years after that first game against a developed lacrosse program in Syracuse, Georgia Tech would continue to schedule tough. However, Georgia Tech doesn't have any records past the 1929 season. However, there are records of the Yellow Jackets playing 
in other programs' records. That included Navy, a national power at the time, and maybe the preeminent national power of the day. Georgia Tech played the midshipmen in 1928, they played them in 1929, and they played them in 1930. All four of those games came in Annapolis, and all four of those games, or three of those games, ended with the midshipmen winning, winning soundly. Georgia Tech would travel to some lacrosse powers as well. They traveled to Maryland in 1928, 1929, and 1932, and made the trip to play Penn in 1929. They lost to Penn 10-2 in that contest. As far as I've been able to track, that is the farthest north that the Yellow Jackets ever traveled in their lacrosse days early in the nineteen or in the you know, mid to late nineteen twenties, early nineteen thirties. Georgia Tech lost each of their three games against Maryland in twenty eight, twenty nine, and thirty two. Also good to note the University of Georgia would also play a very similar schedule, playing Navy, playing Maryland, and also playing Virginia. And when it comes to the Yellow Jackets versus Virginia, they actually have a winning record uh, in lacrosse. The Yellow Jackets played Virginia in 1928, in 1930, and in 1931. After winning that first meeting 8-4 in 1928, in Charlottesville, the Yellow Jackets and Cavaliers would tie 2-2 in both 1930 and 1931. Now, I mentioned Georgia a second ago, and so do want to uh, you know get this piece in here as well. As far as the Bulldogs are concerned, they played Maryland in 1930, 31, and 32. They also played Virginia in 1930 and 1931. And as I said, uh, the uh, schedule of Georgia Tech and Georgia uh, was not always a, a, a mere reflection of each other, but uh, did you know they did play uh, mostly the same teams, uh, and they played each other every year, obviously. So uh, very similar scheduling dynamics that you saw there with Georgia Tech and Georgia in these uh, you know, early years that they were playing lacrosse in you know, the late 1920s, early 1930s. Um, you know, uh, with Georgia, however, there are much less records surrounding the program than Tech. Um, both, however, do appear to play their final seasons in 1931 and 1932. It doesn't appear that either of these programs survived after 1932. So, specifically speaking with Tech, which you know, uh, you know was started there in 1924. You know, 
after what was a you know pretty well documented beginning, um, and then helping to persuade a key rival to hop on the lacrosse train as well, and getting to the point where they're scheduling some of the top lacrosse schools in history. Um, Georgia Tech lacrosse just kind of poof disappears. The same is true with Georgia, and they had an even shorter stint than Tech did. Um, you know, again, 1932 is when we see Georgia Tech and Georgia both kind of fizzle out. So the the question is, you know, why did lacrosse not work in the Peach State at the college level? Like, like why does it not continue after 1932? It certainly continues uh, at Virginia. It continues at you know places like. North Carolina and and Duke and you know Washington and Lee. It continues at these other Southern schools much farther and is still there today. Um, you know why does it not continue at Georgia Tech? Um, so you know I mentioned in the opening the 1920s was a time of prosperity for many. It was followed, however. By extremely, extremely harsh times, the Great Depression, and when does college lacrosse at Georgia Tech in the Peach State seem to disappear? 1932, the early 1930s, the beginnings of the Great Depression, which would ravage the nation uh, as a whole, but the South harder than any region. This is a region of the country. Still, you know, your generations away from Reconstruction, but still, re, uh, you know, convening economic power from the Civil War um, in the 1920s, and you really get that boom there. But 1930s hits the South extremely hard, and that is when things start uh, to, to fizzle out. So it does appear that it was a financial issue. As to why Georgia Tech lacrosse fizzles out and does not continue、um, at you know the level it was, the、uh, program is brought back in the 1970s at the club level. Georgia Tech has a、uh, club program, pretty strong one. It、uh, playing in the MCLA today.、Uh, believe University of Georgia does as well.、Um, so lacrosse. At this point, here in 2023, is it now thrives in the Peach State at the high school level? You've got one Division One program in Mercer that is in the state.、Um, one can only imagine what could have been、um, and, and what could have been earlier if Georgia Tech would have survived and if they would have continued. And that is especially true in. You know today's context, the talent coming out of the state of Georgia is extremely good right now. They are, you know, Georgia and Florida are the you know two of the best talent-producing states in the South in lacrosse. Atlanta, in many respects, you could call the capital of lacrosse in the South. Could also give that to、uh, you know Charlotte, M- M- Miami, some other. Places as well, but the the talent in that area is, is so strong, and, and you have Division One guys coming out 
each and every year each and every cycle d1 talent comes out of the atlanta area so that is notable as well in today's context also what conference is georgia tech in they're in the acc today they used to be in the sec now i don't and 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 we don't have an alternate universe where we can go see this but Georgia Tech was in the SEC, and Georgia obviously has always been in the SEC. I would have, like, if these teams would have continued, does, is the SEC, all the SEC teams playing lacrosse because of Georgia Tech and, and, and Georgia? I don't know. And knowing how lacrosse developed and, and the history of that, and also knowing the uh, you know, dy- all the dynamics that go around that. I'm not exactly sure if you know we would see you know Ole Miss or uh, Kentucky or Tennessee have lacrosse, but uh, you know certainly with Atlanta being a big area, you know it could have been a place where possibly you see the growth a lot sooner than you did um, in-, in the South as a whole. So I mean. That's notable. So, like, would the SEC have lacrosse? I, I don't know if that's quite accurate um, to, to say that. But it, it's certainly something to ponder on and something we hope comes true um, in the future. Um, now, to the ACC point, the ACC is one of the best conferences in lacrosse. Virginia, Duke, Carolina have all won titles over the past decade. Syracuse, one of the greatest programs of all time. Notre Dame has risen over the past, you know, uh, you know, 20, 15 years and has been a championship weekend. They're the only ACC still searching for that title. Now, when Maryland left the ACC, that left them with five teams. And, you know, that's been a number of years now. The ACC is in a bit of a predicament because they're one of the best conferences, but they don't have an NCAA automatic qualifier with only five teams. You need six. Georgia Tech would fit perfectly into the landscape of lacrosse today uh, in that regard, giving the ACC a sixth team. They could be a Southern power. So uh, there is quite a lot to ponder on when looking back at the history here of Georgia Tech lacrosse and a bit of Georgia as well, um, as to kind of what could have been, and it, it, it's a bit, it's one of the more, one of the lesser known stories around college lacrosse and, and its history because it was such a brief time, and it was in, in a time so removed from where we are today, but. It's still, to me at least, one of the more interesting aspects of our game's history, of, of the history in college lacrosse, and I think one that deserves to be told and, and one that you, know, you would love to see uh, certainly come back, if at all possible. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Chained Cages as we dove into a little bit of the history that surrounded the Georgia Tech program. 
in the 1920s and leading up to its demise uh, during the Great Depression, and a little bit of the University of Georgia's even little-known program as well. I hope y'all enjoyed it and continue to enjoy the episodes that will follow as the summer goes along. Again, thanks for listening, and remember to like, share, and subscribe where you can. All of those ways uh, are ways in which you can help us grow the show. Once more, you can connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Lacrosse Bucket. You can go to lacrossebucket.com where it's always lacrosse season.